Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 73. Uh, we're going to title this, America's Expansion Westward. From the age of discovery to the age of space, the exploration of the undiscovered and untamed has challenged the imagination of man, whether it be in Europe, Asia, or America. The theme of westward expansion and migration became almost the preoccupation of our American writers and artists, from James Fenimore Cooper to Charles M. Russell and Frederick Remington. Cooper's hero of the prairie epitomized the class of Native American and Anglo cultures. This paradox of freedom against order that became part of the frontier legend. Artists and illustrators after 1900 were convinced that rather than simply capture the West, they needed to preserve it. Our West of the popular mind is a place of capacious landscapes and pure population. And in the most ways, it's quite different from the real, real thing in the real world. The imagined in our mind West ignores the condensation of the human heritages that have shaped the West from within and from without, both the reality of the presence of Native Americans and the diversity of pioneers themselves. Often a metaphor, sometimes a dream, the American West is a place where people ride horses and wear either Stetson hats or feathered headbands. It is a West that serves popular myth and national symbolism. The writer, Walter Steiner has observed that the West is only America, only more so than America. Thomas Jefferson became one of the most important figures in the development of this imagined place, the West, after he negotiated the purchase of the Louisiana land farm from the French. He launched the Lewis and Clark expedition overland to the Pacific coast and back between 1803 and 1806. The expedition had three goals, securing a vast potential fur trade for the United States by befriending the Indian tribes along the way, seeking out fertile land for the country's farmers, and discovering an easier route across the continent would be a great giant step forward to realizing a passage to India. <coughs> Drawings of artists and, re and reports by botanists who accompanied the explorers, however, suggested that the image of the Garden of Eden that Americans had previously associated with the West had its limits. Sent to discover an orderly West, the Lewis and Clark enterprise instead found a place much more complex, intricate, and disorderly than anyone could have ever have guessed. Reporting back to Jefferson, that incredible barriers precluded any easy passage across the continent to his farmer's paradise. So stretching wealth across the plains, even deserts, these existed where they had hoped to find well-watered, arable soils. The West was a land of high winds, little rainfall, and scorching sun. Having come to the farthest limits of the continental West, we today can recognize that there are other frontiers beside land, frontiers of science and arts, 
or creativity and even technology, which remain to be fully explored and developed. In the sense, the frontier has never disappeared. It continues to be opened up. Greg Perry, Historic Preservationist, thanks for listening.